This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Taz and Jim, we caught up with Max from Arkells yesterday. Uh, the band is pumped to go back out on tour in the new year, starting with three shows in Buffalo. And we were saying to Max, won't it be great uh, if the border is going to be open? And it looks like it will be. And Canadian Arkellians can get across to Buffalo to see some of those shows. That'd be fun. You know, let's, let's do it. I mean, we're, we're heading that direction. It feels like, you know, the rates in Ontario are getting really good. And, you know, there's just more optimism because the stuff seems to be working. So what's uh, it like? Crossed, we can, what, we can... What's it like doing a show in Buffalo? I mean, I know how the, how the fans for the, uh, the bills celebrate, you know, they're jumping through tables. Sometimes the tables are on fire. Is that what Buffalo music fans <laughs> are like too? Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo is a great town. Um, they uh, they have a long tradition of like you know really supporting Canadian. It's almost like a Canadian territory to a degree. I think <laughs> um, it's always fun kind of going out after the show too in Buffalo because they got like a bunch of great bars downtown. My, my one of my favorite memories is like going to the bar, like staying at the bar, and then somebody coming up next to me and ordering a box of rocks. Have you ever heard of this? No, no. A box of rocks. Okay, a box of rocks. So the, so the person orders a box of rocks. The bartender goes back to like kind of a bigger fridge and pulls out a, a two-four of stubby rolling rock and then pours ice on top of the case and then just hands it over to the customer. Oh $25 for 24 stubby rolling rock. Unbelievable. How, how does that sound? Uh, it's a way to do it, for sure. Who, who's the biggest Bills fan in Arkells? Didn't you guys get, like, a really cool flag I saw on your social media? Uh, yeah. You know what? I got to give that to Tim, our drummer. Tim... Um, moved to Fort Erie in the last couple of years, which is right across the border. And he and his whole neighborhood are just like Bill's fanatics. And for the home opener, they helicoptered into Buffalo. Uh, they got, that's how they got across the border. Uh, five of them. Did they yeah, jump through they, a table uh, out of the helicopter? <laughs> I don't think he did that, but uh, he probably would have if, if he had one more beer. But, awesome. uh, yeah. He uh, so yeah, Tim Tim's living and breathing. But we're all big fans, and uh, yeah, it's exciting to see them uh, do well this year. Big win the other night. It's awesome. I've heard of people doing that to get across the border. He said Tim from the band would uh, took a helicopter, and you can take a helicopter and you can fly into the United States to go see the Buffalo Bills play or whatever. But you can't drive across the border currently. <laughs> Seems like a very strange uh, rule, but. Great for helicopter pilots. Business yeah. is booming. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> as long as you're fancy. I wonder right. how much that would cost for real. I'm sure they got a deal because they're promoting the, the game, but like, I wonder if out of pocket if we had to pay. What, what the heck would that cost? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. If hmm. you're a helicopter pilot, let us know. Yeah, because you got to know some people just to be able to go back and forth over the border. The helicopter pilot's probably not excited about the news that broke yesterday. They're saying that the uh, the land borders will reopen next month hmm. for Canadians to get into the United States. Now, there's still some stuff they have to figure out, like uh, which vaccine combinations is the U.S. going to recognize. Uh, hopefully, it's all of them. <laughs> Because there's some people that'll be pretty upset if they got the AstraZeneca and the Pfizer and then mm-hmm. they're told at the border, sorry, you can't come in. Yeah, it's outrageous. Or the Johnson & Johnson, you can't go if you get that one too. <sighs> Annoying. Everyone who tried to do their part should be able to cross the border, no? Yeah, if they're somewhat protected, I say that's enough. Helicopter or no helicopter? <laughs>
<laughs> Don't make us take a canoe across. These stories always uh, bewilder me. A uh, man in Oshawa arrested for running an illegal cosmetic surgery clinic out of his house <laughs> where he was performing Botox, fillers, and hair transplant surgeries. God. I understand why he would do it. He makes some cash, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. But, but there's some things... Isn't it better to pay full price for? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if the price is right... You're looking for a deal on fillers and Botox and... The, yeah. I, I'm intrigued about the hair transplant side of things. <laughs> Just some grass seed. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, do you hear what they use? Like, I don't know if it's, it happens in North America, but every once in a while you hear about like a Brazilian butt lift and they'll put like either uh, silicone caulking or cement filler in there. You know, it's like nasty what they'll use as alternatives. Right. I'm just trying to, I'm picturing a caulking gun. Some guy, you go in and... <laughs> no, this is a medical caulking gun. Guy comes in with a caulking gun. <laughs> Cuts the tip with the X-Acto knife. <laughs> yeah. All right, bend over. Yeah, we're good. You're going to have one heck of a badonka-donk after this. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, I wonder how many clients he had, like, or what kind of setup did he, did he have? Did he have, like, a room that kind of looked like a hospital room with the sanitized white table and everything or was it just like on a living room couch with <laughs> plastic a plastic tablecloth over it yeah yeah 51 year old guy arrested without incident charged with false pretense over five thousand dollars investigators not saying if anyone has been injured or suffered health consequences as a result of his procedures but they are asking any patients who have had work done at this, uh, this fake clinic to contact the police might be easy to find them. <laughs> the guy with the wonky hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had curly hair. Where'd they get that from? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Should have paid full price. I want to see you peacock. We're talking sports with Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev, John Cusack is embroiled in a baseball controversy, and it has nothing to do... Well, I guess it does kind of have something to do with eight men out. Yeah, I woke up uh, Monday morning to see people tweeting about John Cusack getting into a Twitter fight and also a confrontation in real life. So what happened on Sunday was he was at the White Sox-Astros game. Now, John Cusack, for those who are unaware, is both a fan of the White Sox and the Cubs. And there's a guy who uh, works for Barstool Sports. He's called White Sox Dave, who saw John Cusack and confronted him, had someone video it of him saying John Cusack was not allowed to be a White Sox fan because he's also a Cubs fan, to which John Cusack responded, oh, yeah, well, who's the first baseman for the White Sox in 1983? And White Sox Dave didn't know the answer, and John Cusack did. So... Uh, I'm personally not a fan of someone who is of uh, who supports two teams in one sport. I think it's weird, but I'm also not the, the the king of sports. You can do whatever the heck you want, and if you're going to cheer for two teams, you better well know those two teams. And John Cusack clearly knows the White Sox and the Cubs. Yeah, that's embarrassing for White Sox Dave. <laughs> he has to turn in his White Sox after that. What's even worse is the so the the answer for uh, the uh, first baseman for the White Sox in 1983 
is Mike Squires. And White Sox Dave responded with uh, a name of a guy who isn't even a baseball player. He answered as a singer. So he didn't even get, he wasn't even close to get hmm. the, the answer right. So. I, I, I get the not wanting to cheer for two teams in the same city, like the Mets and the Yankees, both, you know, storied franchises. But th- does anybody really care? Would you get upset, Dev, if somebody cheered for. I, that, those are the only two examples I can think of. <laughs> well, imagine, imagine being an artist. Well, the, Cl- and the Clippers and the Lakers. Right? Sure, there you go. There's another one. If anything, it's, it's Habs, uh, Leafs, it's Ticats, it's uh, Argos, it's, you know, Bears and Packers. Like, the White Sox and the Cubs are direct rivals. It's just weird to cheer for two teams in one sport, but also two teams that are rivals. But if he's a fan of Chicago, then I guess he's just hoping that everyone just has fun at the game. (laughs) and He doesn't care who wins. But if you're a fan of a sport, John Cusack, you do you and I'll do me. We would like to throw our full support behind the Iron Maiden principal (laughs) in St. Catharines, Ontario. This is... I'm rolling my eyes. I'm shaking my head. It's ridiculous. There was a petition started by someone named Debbie Lynn claiming to be speaking on behalf of concerned parents with impressionable children at Eden High School in St. Catharines. After Sharon Burns, the principal of the school, posted photos associated with the band Iron Maiden on her Instagram account. Parent went to change.org, set up a petition accusing the principal of an allegiance to satanic practices. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the devil's music. Petition was titled, Eden High School Principal Sharon Burns Needs to, uh, to Be Transferred Immediately. Claiming the image of Iron Maiden's mascot, Eddie, with a hand-drawn 666 on it. Does not align with the values of the families at Eden. It received 553 signatures. Really? But a counter petition was formed that has received 20,000 signatures. That petition is titled, We Need Mrs. Burns. (laughs) And I agree. If Mrs. Burns wants to crank it in her spare time. Mrs. Burns in hell, more like it. <laughs> more power to her. If I looked it up because the school is called Eden High School. I'm like, is this a Catholic school? Because, you know, Garden of Eden, I looked it up. It's not. It, it's not a Catholic no, school. No, the, Which I could understand. The petition has been taken down. Uh, the references to Iron Maiden have been removed from uh, from the principal's Instagram account. But her Twitter bio still reads, fueled by metal and ska and chickens. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I would love to have this lady as my principal. Yeah. She seems cool, man. Seems fun. And like, you know, it's all the devil stuff. It's all tongue in cheek. Yeah, sh- shout all- out to uh, Danko Jones, who invited her to his upcoming show in St. Catharines. The no principal way. seemed to accept the uh, the uh, invitation and hopefully she gets up on stage and Danko 
bust out an Iron Maiden song for her. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> be incredible. And we, we just want to say, if you need any assistance with, uh, with anything Iron Maiden, you let us know, Mrs. Burns. William Shatner getting shot into space today. This is it. He's on the, the, the Amazon rocket. Yeah. Going up into the stratosphere. And um, this is a full circle moment for old Bill. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. You got anything there, Jim? It was supposed to launch at 8.30. I don't know if he's yeah. been up and down. I haven't seen any updates or any video yet. Twitter's usually where you can see it the quickest. Um, I haven't seen any video yet. Not it's trending. funny. Everyone, it was it was on live TV the first time this rocket went up with uh, civilian passengers. Every channel, it's yeah. live. It's like the second time the rocket goes up, nobody cares. Well, you know what? I, it's because we saw the first rocket launch. And, you know, when I, when it was announced that Bill Shatter was going to go into space, I was pumped. And then I remembered, oh, wait, it's the Amazon flight. So he's really just going to go up high in a plane. It lasted for about, I don't know, two minutes. I hope, I hope Shatner comes back and says it was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> the CGI in the 70s was better than that crap. I don't think they had CGI in the 70s. They had the practical effects models. in the 70s. That's right. Yeah. The, the model hanging on fishing wire was more <laughs> exciting than this. Felt more authentic. I'm just looking. I can't believe we had William Shatner on the show. Did we not get him to do a Taz and Jim ID? Like, hey, it's William Shatner, and you're listening to Taz and Jim. To infinity and beyond. That's the wrong guy. Oh. I don't think we did. Here's a clip of something. Jim is so common, though. I mean, Jesus, uh, Taz, I, Taz Two. How about that? Yeah, let's call Jim Taz Two, the Wrath of Khan. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> well, that's kind of fun. Close enough. Is that our name? Here's some evidence. We talked to William <laughs> Shatner. He's in space right now. Everybody, chill out. You can call or text us anytime. Let us know what's on your mind. You can send us pictures if you want to send text messages, if something cool is going on, or links to stories you want to hear us talk about. And that's what Dave did here. Said, hey, have you guys seen this video that's been making its rounds? This is a belligerent passenger on a United Airlines flight to Los Angeles. Uh, Didn't want to keep his mask on or get off his phone. And things got a little out of hand. Let's listen. Oh boy. Take me home. I didn't even want to go to Cali. I didn't even want to go to Cali. <laughs> I will find your name, date of birth, and address. I will know your social security number before I get off this plane. On my daughter. On that same baby that you see me on the phone with. What's the law going to do? Mind your business. Mind your business. Because I will break your neck. Let's go to jail. <laughs> Let's, Let's go, go to, to jail. jail. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, brother. He was oh, committed boy. to the cause. Oh, boy. I will break your neck. Let's go to jail, everybody. <laughs> okay, you requested it. <laughs> He's going to be FaceTiming his daughter from behind bars, possibly. Oh, man. Did you hear that they're actually going to start limiting? Well, this is what the uh, flight attendant unions in, the, in America are pitching, is to limit the amount of alcohol you can serve on a flight. To like two drinks only? I don't think it's a crazy idea. I mean, I've never had more than two drinks on a flight, to be honest. It's, I've never really gotten drunk. I've been drunk on a plane, but I never got drunk on a plane. Isn't there a song about that? Yeah, I think it's a country song. 
Blake Shelton or something. Well, that's gonna that's gonna kind of ruin that <laughs> for Blake Shelton. I don't know if that's who sings <laughs> it, but getting drunk on a plane. But yeah, it, I mean, a few good things can happen from drinking like you know ten drinks on a plane because there is no limit. They just cut you off when they feel like they have to. Yeah, I've I've probably had more than two drinks on a plane. If you're just kicking off a vacation, flying down to an all inclusive, right? Get the party started early. Yeah, yeah. I'm just cheap. <laughs> or if you're really nervous to fly you might try and self-medicate with a couple of uh, vodkas sure sure or more more if you're going like an overnight flight a red eye and you're trying to sleep you just try to drink like seven in an hour <laughs> to go to bed also if you upgraded to that first class ticket and you want to try and get your money's worth mm, that's where you get screwed over you paid for it yeah. you might as well take all those freebies mm. I need to, I did the math to make this worthwhile. I got to have 42 drinks before we land in Barbados. Yes, we're going to jail. <laughs> Who wants to go to jail? <laughs> Let's go to jail. Jim, one of our dreams may come true. Yeah? Yeah, thanks to Vrimp. What? Vrimp. Vrimp. Yeah. Never heard of it. Well, you don't have a shellfish allergy, right? Can't eat shrimp. Yeah. You, debatable whether or not you have a shellfish allergy. You did one time at a golf tournament eat shrimp for the first time by, like, the plate load. But I also had several different liquors. Uh-huh. So hard to tell what, what made me throw up that night. And, and, and the morning. next morning. <laughs> <laughs> you had to leave work. Yeah, it could have been a combination of the both. I don't know. I, th- I think it was I haven't shrimp, had shrimp related. since. Well, uh, Vrimp is a new product from Nestle. And it's vegan shrimp hmm. made out of seaweed, peas, and some sort of root. <laughs> that sounds vegan to me. Source of fiber, authentic texture and flavor of succulent shrimp. Stop. Shrimp? Perfect for complementing salads, stir fries, pasta, or a topping for pizza. Wow. Shrimp pizza, huh? No, vrimp pizza. Vrimp, my mistake. Vrimp. I don't like. I don't like anything that's pretending to be something else. I don't like the, the make your own delicacy, make your own food. Vegans don't try to be an imposter and be the be shrimp. It's, there's no way it tastes like shrimp. Who are you fooling? Yeah, it's like if I like. Why would you, if if the point of being a vegan is to not eat animals and you're worried about you know animals feeling pain? Why would you want to eat something shaped like an animal. And it is shaped like shrimp. It, it does look like a little pink thing yeah. with a fake vrimp tail on it. So. Which is worse than an impossible burger because that's just mystery meat. You know what I mean? But this is the shape of the animal you supposedly want to save. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, the other shrimp can't tell the difference. If they're swimming by, they see you eating vrimp, they're still going to be scarred. Oh, yeah, they'll have PTSD, post traumatic shrimp disorder. Why is it called vrimp? Is it vir- vegan? Virtual shrimp, or I think it's just the the vegetarian, yeah. right? Veggie, the V, <laughs> right? Yeah. Veggie vrimp. No, but like if I didn't want to eat humans, I wouldn't go around eating things that are shaped like human <laughs> fingers. You know, it's pretty simple. <laughs> it would be a little odd if you're like, "Hey, look at this human head." Don't worry, it's made out of seaweed, peas, and <laughs> some sort of root. I'm not a cannibal. I'm a vanable. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. 
If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.